Episode 58, Are You Worthy? Part 3. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host. He is New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today bestselling author. The books have been translated in 34 languages. USA Today calls him one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. Jason Jennings, great to be with you today. Uh, Dale, I'm, I'm loving this special series of five. We're on number three. That's great to be with you, too. So I, I've got to tell you a quick story. I was um, heading to a conference, and I had some speaking to do, and I knew that I had an opportunity to influence some of my colleagues. And I went to my bookshelf, and I pulled a book off the shelf because it is a theme for what I'm doing right now. And that book was Think Big, Act Small. Took it on the airplane with me and uh, showed it off to a few people at the conference. The book, I mean, your books are really timeless. So... Yeah, and if I if if I might, uh, I, it's probably one of my two uh, most uh, well-known books. And, and for people listening who are not familiar with it, uh, the very brief commercial is uh, uh, back in uh, 2005. That book came out, and and it studied. Uh, we studied 80,000 companies and asked the question: How many of these 80,000 companies had increased their annual revenues uh, double digits every year organically for 10 years without a miss. And uh, out of 80,000, we came up with 120. And then Vijay, one of my researchers in the project, said, yeah, but uh, there's got to be a profit test too. And so we asked of these 120, how many had also increased their operating income, operating profits, double digits every year for the 10 years, and the list fell to nine and we went deep inside these companies, and we and we wrote the book. And, and it is a great book. Think big, act small, and it's timeless. However, what happened in uh, 2011, my publisher came back to me, uh, Adrian Zakheim, and he said, well, you know, and he's a typical New Yorker. He's tough. Well, you know, you studied these companies, I mean, from 1995 to 2005, and the book came out in 2007. He said, wouldn't it be interesting to see how these companies did uh, in the five years from 2006 to 2011? I mean, there was a little thing called the Great Recession in there. And so we went back and uh, to all of those same companies. And as testament to the original research, all of those companies in the book had also increased their revenues and profits every year, double digits, for 15 consecutive years, including through the Great Recession. And it came out as a paperback. So if anyone uh, wants to read a timeless book filled with incredible material, uh, when you go to Amazon or any of the sites, make sure you get the updated paper book, uh, paperback, which came out in 2012. Perfect. Thank you so much. So we're really into the third part of a five-part series. We're in now episode 58, encouraging listeners to go back to episode 56 if you have not listened to 56 and 57 already so that you listen to this in a linear fashion and it's in order and it makes sense. But we're talking about this idea of being worthy and setting yourself up for success. And uh, just give us a quick overview, Jason, of what that really means for folks. Remind us what that means and being worthy and setting yourself up for success. Well, look, people are busy. Nobody has time. Almost everyone is suspicious of your motives. People are not quick to trust. Everyone's exhausted from being pitched a needless array of products and services they don't want or need. And nobody wants to be conned. And there's a lot of that going around today, too. So what happens, Dale, is when somebody 
deems you as being worthy, I mean, they're giving you a fair dinkum. They're giving you a fair start. So when you're deemed worthy, people are more likely to listen to you. They're more likely to talk to you. They're more likely to trust you. And eventually, they're more likely to do business with you. So it's all these, these five parts are about setting yourself up to be seen as different and worthy, more worthy than anyone else calling on them. Mm. So it starts off with understanding you've got really one-tenth of a second, the first part of this, uh, one-tenth of a second to make a good first impression. Uh, the second part was breaking the ice the right way and what that sounds like, what that looks like, and what it leads to. Some great stories in there. Today we're going to add the next element, which is stating your purpose and a proper how a properly stated purpose is going to set the tone for that meeting you want to have. So take us through that. What's the significance of stating your purpose? Look, when you go to see someone, you want something. You either want to sell them something, you want to get them on your team, uh, you're trying to raise money. There is something that they know that you want. And uh, so, but if you state your purpose the right way, here's what, here's what could happen. It can, and listen, imagine the impact of this. If there'd be a way to state your purpose where you could get rid of any suspicions, if you could level the playing field, what's going to happen, they'll be more relaxed. It builds your stature as a professional in their eyes. It gives the meeting a form, and you're seen as one strong, organized person. And that's the reason why you've got that one-tenth of a second to make that first impression before you open your mouth, and they're going to decide what your education is, whether or not you're worthy, what your social economic status is, before you even say anything. And that's what we talked about that in the first of the five-part series. Then you have to break the ice, and now you've really got to tell them why you're there. So give us an example. What, is, what does all of this look like to state a purpose? Well, I learned uh, early on, and many of our listeners won't know this, uh, I actually began in uh, radio and television. Uh, I was lucky. I was the uh, youngest owner of a radio station in the United States, and uh, I spent about a decade owning radio stations and being out on sales calls, 15 or 20 sales calls every week. And uh, there was nothing more than I enjoyed calling on customers because once I made the right impression and once I broke the ice the right way, they were always bowled over when I said what I'm about to say. And that is this. Let me tell you why I wanted a meeting with you today. Uh, I've long been interested in adding another client in the financial services arena. That's not suggesting that I picked you. I'm on a search for the right financial client that I want to work with. It'd be very presumptuous on my part if I came in here to sell you something today. So please, relax. I'm not selling you anything today. If you wanted to buy something today, I wouldn't take it. It would be the height of self-centeredness if I came in here to sell you something without first taking the time to learn a little bit about your business. So today, I truly just want to talk to you a little bit about you, your story, the story of your business, and what you're trying to achieve. Now, if at the end of our meeting, we decide it's worthy for us to have another meeting, uh, we'll do that. But today, no pressure because there's no sales activity taking place here. A recurring theme through the this the series has been authentic. So as you utter these these words or something like them, uh, the authenticity has to be so palpable for everybody in the room, right? Uh, yeah, it's one of the things that I'm talking a lot more about uh, these days. It's it's where the head meets the heart. Uh, but it but it, but also says a lot about you. Uh, I never wanted my self-image of myself to be of, of a hitman or a peddler. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a good example. Uh, uh, 
I was at uh, I, I was at uh, a barbecue uh, this summer. Uh, other people were hosting a barbecue, and um, so I, I saw a man standing kind of alone. I would say early thirties, and uh, and I walked up to him and said, "Hi, I'm I'm Jason. Who are you?" And uh, he he was Ray, and I said, "Well, what do you do?" And he said, um, "I'm in uh, I'm in the medical business." And I said, "Wow, uh, doc." He said, "No, no, 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 no. I'm not a I'm not a doctor." I said, "What do you do in the medical business?" Uh, he said, "We're involved in uh, in medical imaging." I said, "Wow. I mean, is that patient imaging or is that the imaging of patients' records?" He said, "No, patient imaging." And I said, "Wow, that is cool. So you're an engineer? I mean, what do you do?" And he said, "Well, I'm on the uh, marketing side." And I said, "Wow." Uh, creating demand for for your machines. I said, uh, so tell me a little bit about that. Well, it finally turns out he was a sales rep. I mean, he was out peddling these machines. But I mean, he had to begin by telling me, because you know why? Because he doesn't feel good about what he does. He didn't want to say, I'm a salesman selling stuff. So it began with, he's in the medical business, the medical imaging business, on the marketing side. It was like pulling the boogers out of his nose to, I mean, to get him to tell me what he really did. Why? Because he doesn't feel good about what he did. And you, well, I mean, the, you, that was like pulling teeth to get that information oh, out of him. And, 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 <laughs> I listen to you share the story. And, and, and this happens to me all the time. I've never met anybody who wants to tell anybody uh, else or introduce themselves as a salesman or as a saleswoman, because it raises all, well, you know what it raises. And so I never wanted to see myself that way. And so there was no way I could have ever in my lifetime walked into somebody cold and sat down and tried to sell them something if I didn't know who they were, what they were all about, what they were trying to achieve, where they were trying to take their business, uh, what went bump in the night about their business. When you know those things, when you take the time to learn those things, wow, you're in a position to not only sell them something, I mean, but to become their best friend for life by helping them. I mean, that's, listen, it's all about helping other people get to where they want to be. Mm, that's and genuine so you, authenticity. So you need to put together a, a, a stated purpose that, I mean, if it's the right one, it gets rid of any suspicions, levels the playing field, they'll be more relaxed, builds your stature as a professional, gives the meeting a form, and you're seen as one strong, organized person. So let me ask you, uh, Dale, a, a, a quick question. And, and the quick question is this. Let's say you decided it was time to have an annual physical. You're feeling fine. You're, you're a fit guy. And, uh, but you decide uh, somebody wife is nagging you or something, so it's time for your annual physical. So you book your annual physical. Uh, you walk in. Uh, they take your clothes off, and you're sitting in that little paper gown without a back on the cold table. Doctor's probably running late, and all of a sudden, doctor opens up the door, walks in, and before she even says hello, she says, you need an appendectomy. Well, what would you say? Let's talk about this. (laughs) I mean, what what leads you to that conclusion? Well, that's exactly right. Well, because we've got appendectomies on sale today. (laughs) And furthermore, I'm going to go through your foot. So I mean, it is the height of arrogance to presuppose that you know what somebody else needs, wants, or will help them get to where they want to go. Absolutely. So, so state your purpose. I would love to possibly do business with you, but not today. So, so I have to admit, I'm I'm scared that there is a salesperson listening to this podcast, but they might not be to this point yet. They're still back at the story you told about how you would walk in and have a and start the conversation, and they're sitting there with a pad and, and paper and a pen writing out word for word what you would say as you walked into that first client meeting. I'm looking for a client in the financial services sector or, you know, fill in the blank. They have to be real, authentic, and genuine through this process because 
uttering the words that Jason Jennings used in that sales meeting for radio is not going to work. No, in fact, I'll I'll never forget a producer I worked with who was producing a, a video training series that I had written and I had hosted. And one of the big things that I'm sure we'll talk about in an upcoming podcast is is how you go about learning the business. I mean, once somebody agrees to spend time with you, I mean, how do you learn the business? And so he came back to me and he said, you know, you ask the best questions in the world. He said, why don't we take the 20 questions you ask, we'll put it on a laminated card, and everybody can ask the same 20 questions. And you go, come on, please give me a break. You can't be asking my questions. You've got to be asking your questions. Mm. I mean, I can mentor, I can help, I can lead, I can give examples, I can guide. But the way you state your purpose has to be your words. So would, would, if I said real, honest, transparent clarity is what you're seeking in stating your purpose. Why would anybody ever want to accomplish anything other than that. Well, I think we're we're gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna I've got to read you um I've got to read you a, a a review on iTunes, Jason. You're gonna love this. So it comes from JJ Radio is is the person. So whoever that is, you know who you are. Uh, but if you put your name in the reviews, we'll read your name right here on the podcast. But uh, it's JJ Radio writes seriously question mark seriously period as the headline for his his review. And he says, how unbelievable Jason makes his wealth of information, knowledge, and experience available in a concise and free format. Seriously, this is great stuff. My suggestion, don't miss an episode. So we're in, uh, this is the third of a, of a five-part series on being worthy. And uh, if you've heard something that you want to tweet out, just attach that hashtag game changer in, in your tweet. Uh Go in, give us a rating if you would be willing. We definitely appreciate the five-star. Uh, write a review while you're in it. We'll read it for you on uh, an upcoming podcast. Share this podcast right from the website, from Jason's website uh, with others. We want to get this free information in as many hands as possible because, as Jason has said before, uh, this series, I don't think it's game-changing. Uh, and I agree with you, Jason. I think this is life-changing for folks. So, Thank you very much. What's coming up next week? All right, so next week uh, is the week where everybody better join us and be sitting on the edge of their seat uh, because once uh, you've made a great first impression in that first tenth of a second, and if people don't believe that, I urge them to Google it. There are hundreds of research studies that show that people come to a hundred conclusions about you before you even open your mouth. So first of all, uh, in the first part of this series, we uh, we taught you how to make that great first impression. Go back and listen to it again if you have to. Ask yourself, uh, am I doing this checklist? And then uh, w- w- what is the right way to break the ice? I mean, with coming off, without coming off like a con man, how, how do you gen- uh, genuinely and authentically break the ice? And then the third thing is state your purpose because when you state your purpose, you've just created a level playing field and uh, and you're going to have a good meeting. Next week, we're going to teach everyone how to demonstrate their points of difference. And this is the one that I get emails from people about telling me that their life was changed when they learned the right way to demonstrate and share their points of difference. What makes them worthy? What makes them different? What makes them better than probably anybody who has ever called on this person before, whether it's to raise money or sell something or do another form of business. So I would urge everybody to not only be listening, and I'm going to give everybody a secret. I just learned it this week. Uh, I didn't know this. 
Uh, we always send out the email alert on uh, on Sundays, Sunday afternoons for everybody. Uh, but if you just can't wait, I just learned that the podcasts are actually posted on Saturdays. So you can get a one-day jump on everybody else. And the final thing I'll share, uh, I love getting the emails. I love them. I answer every one of them. It's jason at jason-jennings.com. All right. And with that, I wish you a great week, Jason. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. And uh, you at home, remember, this is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Make it a great one. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.